Assembly Focus with Elvis Chani and Dominic Gouda for live enjoyability. Hi, and welcome to this new episode. Please welcome your hosts, Elfie Cherney and Dominic Godin. Hello and welcome back. We're here at the SFBTA pre-conference Train the Trainer workshop with Brenda Salter-Minden and Heather Fisk. And we're so happy to be here after about a week with Keiko Yoniyama that we spent in Denver. And now we're finally in Boulder, this SFBTA conference that we mentioned on a podcast with Brenda already and on a podcast with Heather. We're actually very grateful that you said yes to this adventure, the two of you and the whole group and beautiful bunch of people. And now we're here because we heard so many stories from the two of you of how much you love to train together, particularly this Train the Trainer course. So what fascinates you about the Train the Trainer course, about training trainers, Heather? I guess what fascinates me is uh, some of it's the opportunity to reflect on training practice, but it's also I always learn so much. It's my big reward for doing the Train the Trainer course, aside from getting to do it sometimes with Brenda, which is always quite quite wonderful. And I also think, aside from my selfish point of view and how much I love getting to work with Brenda and how energizing and useful that is to me, I think it's also useful for the participants because while we share a lot of things in terms of, you know, having had a lot of experience together and a lot of common philosophies and approaches, we are very, very different stylistically and different humans. We're polar opposites in all kinds of ways. And I think it's really useful for the trainees to see how different we are and that there are such different ways of doing solution-focused practice and training. We already heard some stories about your differences and how much you love them and how much you also celebrate them. So Brenda, what fascinates you about doing the train the trainer and training trainers? I'd like to start by saying ditto to what Heather said. And the other thing that fascinates me or other things that fascinate me about Train the Trainers is how each and every group is always so different from the group before. So when I think about last year's Train the Trainer and, of course, look forward to being with Heather and working with Heather again, I foolishly thought, oh, we're going to have a lot of the same kinds of experiences. And, of course, we're not. The group is very different and the experiences are as wonderful, however very unique. And this morning, just a perfect example is we of course had our agenda that we're of course both very willing to let go. And one of the participants had this fabulous idea about how to spend a great portion of the morning and we just went with it and we believe, I believe that everybody benefited including, as Heather said, myself. We learn a lot from the participants, the energy they bring, the ideas, the exercises they have done that work for them. It's always really refreshing and really rewarding. So it's really co-creation. You mentioned that you very much went with the participants and that you tried out several exercises. We are curious, how did you start your Train the Trainer class this morning? Last year, we did an exercise using a set of cards that had solution-focused questions on them and did an exercise that Sarah and I refer to as speed meeting, not speed dating. And in discussing it with Heather, we thought we would do something similar and, of course, wanted to expand it, make it better, different, unique. And so this time we asked the participants to think of one of their favorite solution-focused questions, write it down on a piece of paper. We gathered up all the questions and redistributed them. And then we did the speed meeting where they got to ask each other the questions that they were now in possession of and then hear the 
answer and then ask the other question and then switch to somebody new, keep the question and hear another question. And we did that two or three different times and just warmed them up. That is so inspiring. I love the idea of getting the questions from the participants and working from the very beginning with the wisdom of the group and of the participants. Yeah, that's exactly what we want to do. And I think it's the challenge of solution-focused training and a challenge for us to be doing that in this workshop, to do this training in a solution-focused way, not just to be conveying here techniques and tips and tricks and agendas and possibilities. And always remind myself that while often one is required to provide an agenda when you're doing training different places, it's a menu. In my view, it's always a menu. Here's some possibilities. Here's some things I've brought. What have you brought? What would be most helpful? What's going to come up that we're going to go with? And also to be consulting with the group. Like, here's something we thought about, or here's something we might do, which direction is most useful. I mean, that's solution-focused practice, right? And so it's you know wanting to be consistent in doing that. You also mentioned several times that you love to work together. So we're very curious, Heather, what is Brenda doing that is uniquely Brenda on one hand, and on the other hand, very solution-focused and useful in this training today? So Brenda is, you would say, extroverted. Yeah, Brenda has tremendous energy. She's an actor. Uh, she has a lot of training and experience as an actor, and she really brings that to the work she does. She's very creative, very good at responding to what what's happening right now in the room, what the person is needing or asking for, and coming up with something. And one of the things I said to the group today was, you know, you need a colleague like Brenda, who's good at doing these things so that, you know, when you're stuck, when I get stuck, I call Brenda. And if I really can't get hold of Brenda, then I try to channel Brenda. Plus, I mean, we're dear friends, and it's just a pleasure to be able to spend the time. And you said she responds to the participants. How does she exactly do that? So she plays really good attention. Somebody today in the group said that solution-focused is about what we pay attention to and how we change attention and help clients or participants to change the way they pay attention. And Brenda is very good at paying attention to what would be helpful for the participants in the group in the room. So if somebody's saying, you know, I have this really challenging situation, I don't know what to do, and I was doing this training and it didn't go well, then she'll say, okay, so how can we be helpful for you with that? What could you you do differently? How can we work on that? So Brenda, what makes Heather's style unique and what do you particularly love about working with her? And also, what is it that she is doing that is, from your point of view, particularly helpful for the participants? As Heather mentioned, we're dear friends. We have many years of history together and Heather is one of the most generous, compassionate, caring people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting in my life. I feel grateful every day for having Heather in my life. And when I have the privilege of living with her when we come to these conferences and being with her and certainly being together in the classroom, there's just this trust. There isn't another person I trust more to be truly myself, to know that no matter what, she has my back and I have hers and I can be tired and know that that's okay. I can be exuberant and know that's okay. And there's this equal respect and creativity that I can come up with one idea and within 10 minutes, it's a completely different idea that's been co-created by the two of us. It's like a dance. It's this beauty. And we can do that privately when we're planning the workshop. And we can do it in front of people in the moment. I can say, I think it might be time 
time to try something like this. And Heather might say, yes, and we can do this, and then we can do that, and everybody's listening. And by the end, it's something that has come from the group through one of us initially by both of us. And so if I had to sum it up, I would say that she's this beautiful, quiet strength that I just know is there holding me all the time. Wow. So we're not only learning about training solution focus, but also about secrets of co-training and co-facilitating. And I have to say, I'm really forever grateful to be able to see the two of you, to observe the two of you, because this is what I observe today, seeing the two of you. And it's just this, yeah, the dance and the love between the two of you that also spreads into the whole room. Thank you very much for that. So one day already over, one day to go. What are your best hopes for tomorrow? Or maybe what would you like the participants to say at the end of tomorrow about what they learned or what they took away, what they experienced was useful for them? So part of my hopes is more of the same because I think we're very much responding to and following their lead in a lot of ways. So I want to continue doing that and they've already given us some ideas about what, what they think would be helpful to them. And also, I guess there's this thing that we've talked about a lot that we think there can be two kind of foci or streams in doing training for trainer. And one is very much about how we do it, right? And everybody has different questions and ideas about that. We want to facilitate that. And the other is about what kind of trainer I am and how I can optimize the qualities and skills and attributes that I have to be a solution-focused trainer and to be a better solution-focused trainer. So I guess I would like participants to come away saying, I have something in my pocket I'm going to be able to use in my work. And hmm, maybe I have more confidence in myself and my own particular solution-focused training style. I don't have much to add to that. I would hope that by the end of tomorrow, they will say that they received as much as they had hoped for and or more. They have an increased confidence in their ability to take on a new challenge and train a group of people with whom they work. And as Heather said, that they have at least one small first step that they have committed to doing either in a training or within a team meeting or with a client that they are excited about trying the first week they get back. Wow, thank you very much. We're so curious about tomorrow. We'll ask them and we'll also ask them what you did to support them in their journey. So <laughs> let's go to the bar. <laughs> We are here with Marcella Stark, Nicholas Taylor and Arie Keshet right now and are very excited to talk to the three of you about the first day of the Train the Trainer course and would love to hear just a little background of you and then yeah, hear what inspired you today. So Marcella. I am a professor of counseling at Texas Christian University and our counseling program uses a solution-focused approach. And when I first got there, I thought that was kind of strange that they emphasized one approach. Why are you emphasizing that approach? But we found it works really well in every setting, whether the student is going to go become a school counselor or work in an addictions treatment setting or with a sex offender population. It's just been really helpful and our students are able to learn one approach really well and it's difficult to hurt people with this approach. So that's another reason that we really like it in our program. I always love coming to things like 
like this because these trainers come up with so many great innovative ideas for training. And so I just was glad to come away with a few new exercises to try out. And the thing I'm especially excited about is they use the acronym FROG, Forever Recognizing Others' Greatness. And that's great because at my university, our mascot is the frogs. We say go frogs. So now I can go back and incorporate this when we do orientation with new students to our program. And so I'm just so excited because I can go back and share so many new ideas that I got today. That is amazing. And Marcella, let me ask you, what was it what Heather and Brenda did that was useful and helpful for you and your learning? I think actually having us try out different exercises ourselves. For instance, one exercise was having one person complain for three minutes straight and then have their partner come up with three compliments. And it was just striking how everyone could easily find the good even in a three-minute vent, even in a sea of negativity, it was still easy to find the good for everyone. Thank you very much. Nicholas, we talked briefly in front of our RV, and yeah, we'd like to ask you what fascinated you about this day today. Yeah, sure, you bet. So I'm Nicholas Taylor, I'm a psychologist in Montrose, Colorado, and I work at Solutions Wellness Center, also associated with the Center for Mental Health in Montrose, Colorado. And we look forward to meeting with you when you pass through. You know, my draw to this training was really about, as I mentioned, kind of being exposed to a lot of different people who are familiar with solution-focused brief therapy and speak that language, but I have different dialects is uh, the way I described it. And that was, I think, immensely fulfilled today as I discovered there are lots of different people working in different disciplines. Found it very beneficial as well to learn about how I might help teach it to others, which is kind of my next responsibility. And what were some learnings about how to teach this approach to others for you today? I think what really stood out to me is, first of all, the importance of using a solution-focused brief therapy approach. If you're going to teach a solution-focused brief therapy, approach. So you better apply those principles and it better be consistent and transparent in you. And then I loved how it could be an interactive process and it reminded me of the solution-focused brief therapy work I do with clients in clinical settings where it's kind of a co-discovering experience. So you go into a session not really knowing exactly what's going to happen and seeing that happen in a training was very interesting because typically trainers come in with a very specific idea of everything they're going to cover from point A to point B and to see these two wonderful trainers kind of start off with a few ideas and then let what happened here evolve from our discussions. It was very solution focused. And how did they exactly do it? First of all, they listened. They listened very well to what was stated by the participants. They asked us solution focused questions. What are our best hopes from this experience? And they listened to what we said. When we would come up with specific ideas, they allowed that to evolve into what it was that we were doing as part of the training. And then And I think they also allowed there to just to be a kind of a co-creativity where we were coming up together with what exercises could be most helpful for us to learn. Wow, thank you very much. Aria, you mentioned earlier that this is an excellent training. So what made it an excellent training for you today? Well, I'm a psychologist from Israel and Yoram Gali and uh, Yaron Gil. We are planning on uh, creating the Israeli Center Organization for Solution Focus. So I came here mainly for this workshop with all the costs involved. And uh, one of the reasons is 
I had the intuition that the trainers would be very, very professional. And they are, Heather and Brenda. And I found this first day experience very useful. There were two things that were very interesting and intriguing for me. We had this exercise where people would kind of list the techniques, principles, tools that uh, solution focused consists of and then trying to find out the three most important most useful and it was interesting that people here chose complimenting and best hopes while I remember that there were some people in Europe that said that the most useful is scaling and uh, this is very interesting and I'm wondering it has to do with the culture or just the different languages and versions of solution focused the second exercise that I found very interesting was this uh, abundance sharing that uh, each one of us was asked to do sort of bartering kind of describe what he has in abundance and is willing to share and what he would like to get instead and it was interesting to see people who are very good at creativity but uh, lacking in organization and then people with an organization lacking in confidence and that kind of stuff all in all this is a very useful uh, workshop and I'm sure that it will uh, help us create a center in Israel and spread the word. Tomorrow we are supposed to do something more structured, kind of design different training syllabus for different uh, targets like teachers, businessmen, even psychologists and social workers. And I'm looking forward for it. Yeah, we too. And let me ask one more question. When you observed, what did you see that was really useful and helpful for you? Well, they complement each other. Each one of them has its own strength and they complement. And actually, you can see that this helping dance, usefulness dance. And again, it's very inspiring and it's very interesting. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Simply Focus podcast with Alfie Cherney and Dominic Godat. Your podcast for a life in joy and ease. We're here with Michelle Orr right now on the second day of the Train the Trainer course. And it's lunch break right now and we're very grateful you're here with us. Hi, Michelle. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm really excited that we're in the second day already of our training and looking forward to having some good stuff to take home to Australia. So you're from Australia and you're working in the field of suicide prevention. So I work as a nurse practitioner in community public mental health in Melbourne in Australia and part of my team we see people for up to six sessions they've usually come from emergency department they've had thoughts of wanting to die and so most of our team are trained in solution focused and my job is to go back and train all of them together so that we have a consistent solution focused approach for the people that come to see us. Cool and Michelle how might you notice in the upcoming weeks or months that this train the trainer course was useful for you and your in the trainer courses? So what I'll notice is that I'll actually have a program to deliver on the, I think it's about the 3rd of December, I'll actually be delivering a one-day program to my team. And I've been lucky enough to have managers and a couple of psychiatrists and a program director come along to participate to actually have some a really consistent solution-focused approach to our team and possibly our organisation, which I'm really excited about. So what I'll notice is that I'll actually have a really solid plan and I'll probably be in my first minutes of that one day training with Kerry Glass helping me and yeah that's 
the excitement will be generating for the team. Cool. And what has already been useful and helpful for you in the course of this one and a half days? So having Heather and Brenda actually share their expertise as solution-focused trainers and practitioners, also being in the room with such amazing amount of wisdom from other practitioners in the solution-focused model and what I've actually gained from the wisdom in the room from everybody, not just Heather and Brenda, but the other practitioners has been, it's just added, it's created some wealth in my own bank that I can actually share with others. Thank you so much, Michelle. We're here with Jay Valusek. Hi, Jay. Hi. I work in a hospital locally with patients who suffer from chronic pain. And chronic pain is sometimes so intractable from a medical standpoint that my whole goal using solution-focused practices is to help people find their own unique solutions to living with their pain and alleviating their pain. Wow, that's something that Elf is very interested in and she will attend your workshop and we're really looking forward to that. So one half days into the train the trainer with Heather Fisk and Brent Salter Minden. If you look back to these one and a half days, what was it that showed you that this training was solution focused? What struck me really from the beginning of this training was that the presenters arrived with an agenda and frankly it seemed to have immediately abandoned it in favor of the needs of the people in the training. And so they were so responsive because they asked our best hopes and what we want to do achieve and then just rolled with it the way a practitioner does with a client who has expressed a, a need. It was clear they had uh, concepts and things that they wanted us to learn, but they actually then invited us into the process. And so one of the neat things we did yesterday was to actually do an exercise proposed by one of the participants that made all of us draw upon our own solution-focused knowledge to get to do that exercise. And so it was very practical and each one of us drew upon our own unique experience to make that work, which is really, to me, the essence of the process. You said Heather and Brenda invited you to participate this co-creation process or to join this co-creation process. So how did they invite you? What did they do that made you feel invited as a participant? I think what they did to make us feel invited was simply to explore what would make this worthwhile to us. They listened then very carefully to what we proposed. And in a way, the group sort of said, yes, we'd like to do this thing that one person proposed. But it came out of this willingness to hear us, to really listen to us. And I guess what struck me about it was the willingness to abandon their need to be the expert in how we should be trained, which is just obvious in the way they facilitate. They're deeply listening listening and then responding to what arises in the moment the way you do with a client who's walked into the room and you have an agenda and it's a strange process to abandon your own agenda in behalf of the expertise of that client or even in this case a room and somehow know that that thing that we wanted to do was a group decision. Wow so really seeing the group as experts and co-create with them together. So when you look into the future what do you think how might you notice that this training will be be beneficial. I have to admit that I arrived at this training with a fairly high level of anxiety about my own competence. I'm new to solution-focused practice, you say three years, and not intensive use. And so I often question myself, especially in a context in which I'm applying it differently than therapy. And with sort of intractable medical problems, the problem can so overwhelm me and my sense of expertise that what the training has done for me is it's given me 
a sense of my own competence by listening and being in a room with others whose competence I can hear and in effect compare with. And then I, what I realized is I don't feel like I'm such a novice after all, because this is easy. If you trust it, it works even in difficult situations like getting a group of trainers in a room and deciding what to do. And so I feel a great deal of confidence now that I do know what I'm doing and I doesn't have to be perfect for it to work. Wow, thank you very much for that. Wow, two days of the Trainer Trainer are already over. We have Christy Townsend here and we're really, really curious about the second day and would love to hear from you what was important for you, what was relevant and really made a difference. Hello, I'm Christy Townsend. Uh, I work here in Boulder County and I work with youth 14 to 21 who are aging out of foster care and youth that are currently at our youth homeless shelter that have previous foster care history. I enjoyed the second day as much as the first day. The second day, I think for me, the biggest highlights were learning to put together a solution-focused training from start to finish based off of our audience and who we would be delivering that training to. We were able to get into two groups and one group was delivering it to businesses, organizations, while the other group was delivering it to social workers, therapists, and psychologists. And it was very interesting to see the difference in the trainings and how we would style them based on our audience. And yet, it was also quite interesting to see the similarities between each of our styles that we put together for the solution-focused training. Also, I think one of the most powerful pieces of the day was the ending of the day. And that's where we did, I don't remember exactly what she called it, but I kind of, in my mind, would think of it as like blind compliments, where we were in groups of four and one of us would turn around and the other three would give the one with their back turned compliments. And it was so powerful and so moving to just to see how, how much compliments really do affect people and affect it in your body and your mind and your soul and just leaving the end of the day with that was so inspiring and I just felt rejuvenated and excited to go back to my practice and also for tomorrow yes wow so really a worthwhile day or really worthwhile days so what did you see Heather and Brenda doing that was really important for you and for your learning I mean I think you could take so many things from both of them. For me personally, I would take their adaptability, the way that they were able to structure the training that worked for those of us that were in the room, their audience, it was magical to watch and how they were able to tailor the program or their day based upon our needs. It was just incredible to watch. And I feel like I can go back now as a trainer and use that. And also to know that there's fluidity in this and to watch those two and their fluidity about their training, it was special. And I do think I can take that back and use that in my own work and as a trainer. So Christy, how might you notice that you use that in your work? Well, I think I would notice in my trainings that they were not rigid. I was able to deviate from my menu or the agenda. I think I would notice that the participants felt heard and understood. And I think that that's so powerful when trying to teach solution focused, that the audience feels heard and that they are a part of it as well. Thank you very much and now we'll go and see what Heather and Brenda have to say about those two days. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're listening to the Simply Focus podcast with Alfie Cherney and Dominic Godat, your podcast for a life in joy and ease. 
We're at the end of the SFBTA conference right now at the Canadian party and here with Heather Fisk and Brenda Salter-Minden. It's really fun because these two Canadian women initiated this party and it's a tradition as we learned for over how many years? I think it's the 16th year this year. Wow. And we are very excited to be here with the two of them again and to round up their Train the Trainer workshop where we heard a lot of brilliant stories from the people that attended from this is an excellent workshop to wow this really changed a lot of things for my work and just the things you just heard at the podcast they especially like the way you facilitated and let them be part and really went with their ideas and still had very clear direction in your two days so you have so much experience doing train the trainer workshops that we would not only look back to this train the trainer but also to other train the trainer have done over the years and if you look back to your journey doing train the trainers and you can give others who do train the trainer workshops in the future something that you learned that was really important for you what would that be heather well i think it would be to trust my co-facilitator Uh, You know, I have this joy and inspiration of working with Brenda. It's great. But also to trust the expertise in the room. And so to be ready to structure some of the kinds of experiences they can have, but really to challenge them to develop their own tools and approaches and also their own personal style as solution-focused trainers. And what is it that helps you to trust the expertise in the room and the brilliance of the people. Well, one of the things that really stands out when I think about the times we've done this over the years is how different each experience is. You know, and we go in with some plans and some possibilities and some tools and exercises and so on, but it's completely different every time. And that's all about who's in the room and what they bring to it and also the questions that they have. And so that shapes what we do. One thing that you mentioned when it came to brand that she is constantly with her senses out there and observing and like tuning in to the group. And I'm very curious, Brenda, for what are you listening when you're doing a train the trainer workshop? I'm not sure if it's what I'm listening for as much as what I'm feeling, to be very honest. I trust my gut and I suppose I really sense energy flow. And if there's particular energy around a certain topic, if there's more talking versus less talking, I pay attention to that and know that it's time to get up and move, for example, or it's time to stop moving and sit and do a reflective exercise. And each group, as Heather just said, is so completely different that I find getting their best hopes, of course, at the beginning, creating a joint menu. I love that word that Heather uses to describe an agenda because it really is a menu. And I was just sharing with somebody that this time I felt not only were we not going with our menu, we were eating in a completely different restaurant because this group was so unique and so talented and so diverse that Heather and I couldn't possibly have predicted that we were going to do the things that we did because it came completely from their energy and their expertise. So Heather, how is that for you? For what are you listening, feeling, sensing? 
Hmm. So one of the ways I think about it is it's where the juice is. We ask people about what they are looking for, their best hopes, and what will make it useful for them, all those sorts of questions. And there are just those times when someone talks about a particular question or interest they have, and the whole room is going, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. And so, of course, then you're going to expand on that. Wow, and what sounds so easy and simple is such a high quality, such a high facilitation skill that you both have to trust your participants to go with the flow and to also focus on what you want to give them and where you want to direct their attention to. So thank you very, very much for having us and letting us be part of your Train the Trainer experience. Thank you for doing this podcast with us. It's a pleasure as usual and to have the two of you on one spot is just the best thing that could ever happen to us. Thank you very, very much. We think so too. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> yeah, so thank you and goodbye. Have a great week, everyone, and we are looking forward to another Prosecco now. Bye. Bye. Bye from the Canadian party. Woo. Wow, what a great episode again. Do you like the Simply Focus podcast? Well, help Elfie and Dominic spread the word. Give the Simply Focus podcast an excellent rating on iTunes and Google Play and other platforms. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And share your thoughts and inspirations with others by commenting at www.sfontour.com slash simplyfocuspodcast. Then go to this episode. This was the Simply Focus podcast with Alfie Cherney and Dominic Odat, your podcast for a life in joy and ease.